Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. If you're learning a foreign language, you're in the right place. This is the podcast where you will learn to do it better, more intelligently and faster, which of course is what we will want. But I also tend to focus on enjoying the process along the way, because, you know, if we don't enjoy it, then what's it all for? Today's episode uh, is going to talk a little bit about this, and I think we're going to get right into the question. But before we do, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show, who are, of course, italki. And if you struggle to find the time to fit in speaking practice, or maybe to fit in lessons, maybe you struggle to find the time to talk to anybody in or about the language that you're learning, then italki is the best way to get around this problem, because you can book lessons at times that suit you and take them online on your iPhone. Sometimes I have lessons on my iPhone, literally sitting in a cafe, looking at my iPhone on Skype. Not the best way, but it still works. It's super convenient. That's the best thing. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, then here is Nicolas. Hi, Ollie, it's Nicolas, and I'm learning German and Chinese at the, at the same time. And my question for you is, um, do you think that when we are on vacation or on holidays, uh, when we go to a place to relax, uh, should we still learn languages? Or do you think that if we stop learning languages, for example, for a week or two, uh, we won't forget anything or we won't stop our language learning routine? Do you think it's better to stop uh our routine or do you think it's better to try to keep it thank you very much hope you understand the question and uh i love your podcast thank you very much hi nicholas thank you very much for a cool question you know i think this this whole thing of taking breaks taking time off doing different things is one of the least well understood uh, elements of learning in general where whenever you look at high achievers people that are very good at what they do, they all take large amounts of time off because they understand that it's essential to do that in order to be great at what they do. My life, when I think, when I look back over my life, there's all kinds of times when, um, when I, when I, I've been away for a couple of weeks and I've come back to whatever it was that I was doing. And a couple of things happen. Like, first of all, the fact that you've just taken a break means that you come back and you're much, you're much fresher. You know, you appreciate so much more what you're doing, but also the act of when you, when you come back, you can catch yourself more easily slipping into, you can catch the bad routines and bad habits you've got much more easily. Right. So for example, if you're somebody who is um, addicted to using your iPhone or your smartphone and, you know, in a normal day or a normal week, you just can't stop looking at your phone. But then one day you go away, maybe you go away for the weekend and you go to the beach and you leave your phone at home. And you have an amazing time and, and then you come back home and then your first instinct is to reach for your phone. But then you catch yourself and you think, hang on, I haven't looked at my phone all weekend. Why do I need it now? That's a bad habit. I'm addicted. I'm not going to do that. So the fact that you've been away helps you to catch those bad habits that you had. And this applies obviously just as well to, to language learning. But we can actually go much deeper than this simple behavioral thing of you know catching your bad habits just being fresher to your study. 
Barbara Oakley in episode 202 was on the podcast and we talked a lot about the science of learning. Barbara Oakley is the the creator of the Learning How to Learn uh, online course, which is the biggest ever online course. I've got over 2 million students. And she's well known for uh, for talking about this concept of the focus mode and the diffuse mode. And this is something that we now understand to be at play when we're learning new things. Now, the focus mode is when you're looking at something in detail, and the diffuse mode is when you're doing the exact opposite. All right, so let's think of an example. Let's say that you're trying to learn the present perfect in Spanish. In the focus mode, you sit down at your desk and you think, okay, right, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to learn the rules. I'm going to do some exercises. I'm going to focus on this one thing and I'm going to try to learn it. That's the focus mode. There's only so far that your brain can get in that mode. Later on, what you might do is to close your books, uh, get up, go for a walk, um, take a shower, go to the gym, have lunch. And in that time, you're in the diffuse mode. So you are positively not studying the present perfect. But what happens is that your brain keeps working in the meantime. So when your brain is relaxing and doing other things, the brain starts to form connections between all the little bits of information that you have been learning during your more focused study times. And that's when you get those bigger insights. That's when you appreciate the the kind of global picture. You understand the concept as a whole. And so when you look at high achievers, what they know how to do very well is to optimize and actually switch between the focus mode and the diffuse mode um, intentionally because they know that by taking breaks, they're going to maximize their learning. Now, um, when you read books on productivity and time management and things like this, people talk about this a lot as a really uh, important part of energy management. And so, for example, the Pomodoro technique, which everybody's familiar with, where you you have 25 minutes of work followed by five minutes of break, followed by another 25 minutes of work, followed by five minutes of break, relies on the same principle, right? Which is that if you want to keep up a sustained period of work or study or focus, then you have to have breaks when in, in order to make the most out of that. But here's the interesting thing. It's not so much the break that helps you, but it's what you do during that break. So if during that break you just sit and play with your phone, then you're probably not going to make much out of that break, right? But if you go and you lie down for five minutes or you sit and you meditate for five minutes or you just go for a brisk walk for five minutes, well, what that's going to do is actually reset your brain, help it enter the diffuse mode where you are more likely then to form connections between the, the subject that you're actually studying. So in my case, I do a lot of writing. I write lots of emails, I write lots of blog posts, I write lots of books and things like that. And so my routine at the moment is to, in the morning, I'll go and I'll sit down and I'll do 90 minutes of work, of focused work. I find that I can concentrate pretty well for 90 minutes. But then crucially what I do is I get up and I just walk for like 20 or 30 minutes. I'll just walk through the park, down the street, whatever it may be. And I'll think about stuff. I'll listen to an audio book, whatever. During those 20 or 30 minutes, the fact that I'm up and I'm moving totally pulls me out of whatever I was doing before. And that means that I can then sit down and do another 90 minutes of of work and I'm fresh, I'm focused. And so I can get three hours of really good work done in the morning by uh, by purposefully having that break in the middle. Okay. Now, what does this have to do with vacations? Well, if this works on a micro scale, on a daily scale, you know, if you can make the most out of your day by planning in rest time, what do you think the implications are for that on a grander scale? If you are working at a language nonstop for 
three, four, five, six, nine, twelve months. Do you think a one month break is going to help you? Yeah, it is for sure. As soon as you stop actually actively studying, you stop trying. Incredible things go on in the background. I guarantee you, you will start to form connections between words that you never realized before. You're going to start to make sense of grammar. Things will happen and you'll come back to the language and you'll realize that you've, you can take two or three weeks off and you will, you, I guarantee you, you would improve during that time. You know, providing that up, you know, for the previous months, you have actually been working hard. You know, if you don't do any work during the year, then you're not going to improve by taking your break. You have to have something to take a break from. So this is what it comes down to, really, Nicholas. I think assuming that you do work consistently at whatever it is at your languages, then a two or three week break is a very desirable thing. I would leave your books at home. Um, I would do something totally different and just enjoy every minute because when you come back, you'll be very fresh and probably um in a better place than you were before the holiday for all kinds of reasons. Now, I do think that you can you can actually enhance this even further. So, for example, let's say that you study a lot with books. Maybe you read a lot. Maybe you take classes. Well, if you have a vacation, then what you can do is actually you can keep uh, using the language, but just go out and speak. So go and talk with people, make friends, do activities in the language. So something totally different. You don't have to take a break necessarily from the entire subject but you but if you take a break from the things that you've been doing and do something completely different within the subject so you know you do speaking instead of reading or reading instead of speaking or whatever then i think that can have the same effect um you know if you are focusing on just doing detailed study vocabulary and grammar then your rest from that would be just go out and speak Go and go down to a, a meetup and make some friends, or I don't know, do do whatever it may be. Watch movies every night instead of studying. That kind of thing. Like do the the complete opposite. So breaks are very good. They're very desirable. They're very very helpful and an essential part of language learning as well. So I hope that was helpful. Go and chill out. You, I'm sure you deserve your your break. Hopefully, I haven't answered your question too late to be of help, but. Uh, there you go. If you'd like to ask me a question, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash uh, ask, A-S-K, for that. Now, at the end of every episode, I like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show. And today, I want to send you to a video that a good friend of mine, Nassos, recorded um, a few months ago. Now, Nassos is an expert on learning. He is fantastic. He, he's a guy that you can talk to about learning, and he will break down everything that you're doing and help you understand it in a crystal clear way. Very, very smart guy. He also interviewed Barbara Oakley some time ago, and he made a video um, about that conversation with Barb, and he called it Five Lessons I Learned from Barbara Oakley. It's really good. It's really worth watching. And I've put the video in the show notes. I've even timed it so that when you go to the show notes and you press play, um, it will start automatically halfway through the video at the point where he talks about the focus mode and the diffuse mode. So go and check that out. You will find it in the show notes. I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 237. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a, a, a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. 
It's a short course, three days, it's completely free, and if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course.